Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, and welcome to a new episode of Australian Jams, um, a new music podcast. Very excited to have um, this guest here today because I've worked with this guest, I'm not giving it away, um, on a project just recently, actually. Um, she's a photographer and a really amazing photographer. And um, just a little note on my experience is that we kind of took her out of her comfort zone a little bit in terms of style and genre I guess um and she absolutely nailed it so it's really exciting so I'm really happy to be introducing Michelle Grace Honda um photographer extraordinaire (laughs) tell us a little bit about yourself that's not weird coming from me (laughs) (laughs) or weird coming from myself when you're talking about yourself um yeah so I am a professional music photographer I've been working uh predominantly in the music industry for about eight years now which is super exciting um, I guess for the probably first five years or so, I was more well known for my work in the hip hop scene. Yep. Um, I self-published a book called Rise in 2014, which was a photo documentary on Australian hip hop. So, and which I found out the other day was crowdfunded. It was crowdfunded. Yeah. Yes. Which is amazing. Yeah. We raised over $20,000, yep. um, to get the actual physical printing of the book, which is a very interesting and stressful process, but, um, <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny when I decided to do, yeah, I'm doing a book. And then I'd done all these shoots and stuff and then realized that's actually really expensive. <laughs> I'm a starving artist over here. Like I don't have 20 grand just to lay on a book. So, yeah, it did, um, did crowdfund that. And it was really exceptionally supported by the um, hip-hop scene, which was really awesome. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, since then I've been um, – I've definitely moved into, I guess, a wider space within um, the music industry and, and definitely working outside um, hip-hop as well um, and have been working on a project for the last three years called Her Sound, Her Story. Yes. And that's on uh, women in Australian music, uh, both portraits and a documentary. Yep. So that's been a really um, – yeah, a really awesome project and, and also a big uh, kind of – self-discovery and growing process myself because um yeah I've kind of worked predominantly with men my whole life which is why you know I love hip-hop and and naturally gravitated towards genres that were kind of male dominated I guess because I'm very comfortable working with men so really pushed myself 
outside my comfort zone yeah. and to not only love working with women, but just like, just love being around women in general now, like really, um, be comfortable and love, um, being and surrounded by women, which is for me, um, pretty awesome. And it's yeah. taken a long time for me to get really comfortable with that. So it's been a super cool process. So it's been a super cool process. Yeah. And the, I mean, the billboards and stuff have been amazing yeah. around Melbourne. Yeah. So there's a um, billboard campaign happening at the moment, um, which the Bakehouse is supporting. It's, um, which is incredible. So every three weeks, two new photos go up out the front of the bakehouse, um, which are portraits that I've taken throughout the, the three years. So that's super exciting. And First of all, to see like your work that big. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. So, yeah. But like just being one of those artists who's, they're not small local artists, but yeah. they're still local artists yeah, yeah. seeing themselves on a big billboard like yeah, that. And, and it's super cool because we always do, um, like when they get pasted up, we always go there with the girls and, and yeah. try and take a photo and seeing their reaction when they see themselves that big is so cool. I it's think they're so... about four metres wide or something. Like they're huge. Yeah. Um, so it's all, all, yeah, super cute to see that as well. That's so sick. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Um, well, on that, let's kick off the songs. Hey, yeah. and I'm just going to cool. apologise for my voice throughout this. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's been a long week. <laughs> um, but we'll go with uh, your first song, Michelle. Which one do you want to kick off with? Yeah, I think I'll kick off with um, Rule, yes. Golden Years. Uh, it's the M Phases remix. So there's been a re-release of this track. Um, an artist... Uh, actually, both artists very close to my heart. I've known M Phases for an incredibly long time. He's one of the first people I knew within the Australian hip hop scene, and and he was in the book, wasn't he? Was he was in the book. Yes. He's actually, honestly, very instrumental in the book happening because when I did my shoot with him, at that stage, it was I've probably only done maybe a handful of shoots when I met him, and and he agreed to be. Um, in the, what was then a portrait series. And I said, oh, look, I think this would be really cool if it was a book. And he introduced me to his manager, Nate Flagrant, um, who basically opened up his contact list for me and wow. said, who do you want? Like, I'll just introduce you to whoever you want. And then Nate actually ended up being um, like, I guess, kind of like a project partner. He, he became, um, he's a distributor of my book and was very much there for me in all of the pivotal points to just to give me advice or just to see how I was going. And, yeah. um, so yeah, that, that relationship is very, or both those relationships are really special and important to me. Um, and they've actually just started recently working with this artist rule, or actually not recently over the last two years, um, rules 15, uh, an absolutely incredible talent. He's just signed to RCA internationally, wow. which is super exciting, but I just went to Japan with him. So he just did his first, um, massive festival called pop spring in japan um so they took me along as the photo slash a photographer slash videographer for the tour and um yeah we're just in japan for a week and so awesome just i can't even i haven't been to japan before so that in itself was amazing and then just being there with rule and um yeah it's quite incredible to watch his development over the past couple of years and you know i've seen i saw him from one of his first ever um, live performances with you know 50 people in a room and he just just keeps growing and just taking it in his stride and yeah. it's, you know he just performed to 5,000 people and it's just like it's, oh, nuts. it's crazy to see how he just he was just born to do this yeah like it's very hard to explain like he's not being pushed in like he's just born to do this yeah. like it's very 
it's quite beautiful to watch. He's so, like the Australian Justin Bieber. Yeah, I mean, de- like, I mean, it's a pro- probably a pretty fair comparison. Um, he's incredibly talented. Yep. Um, his first song, "Don't Tell Me," he wrote when he was twelve, which just blows me away. <laughs> um, so yeah, his EP is coming out really soon. Um, it's uh, very very exciting. Yeah. Times. Yeah. <laughs> so I've again I say this I've said this the past two episodes but I'm not a big hip hop fan in general. Yeah. Um not that I don't like it it's just it's not the first genre I go to listen to but um this one hip hop and kind of you you get what I mean. Yeah. Um yeah. Um but I listened to the remix and it automatically made me want to hear what the original, original song sounded, sounded like. like. Yeah. So I was kind of listening to them back to back for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's quite interesting the way you hear the influence of the remixer coming through while still like giving credit to what the original song was. It doesn't totally. completely dismantle it. No, and I think um if I correct, I actually think M Phases did the original and okay. did the remix as well. But M Phases being, I guess I mean they're both very pop yep. sounding songs. Um but M Phases roots are in hip hop. So yep. d- there's definitely I, I remember um we were in a meeting uh in in Japan with I think it was Apple Music um, and one of the guys were commenting on the sound of the drums that M faces that he's like it's very a very hip hop sounding yeah. drum and that's and Nate was just saying well that's because his his roots are in hip hop yeah the stuff that he loves and was listening to you know his whole entire career up until quite recently was all hip hop um, and he's definitely now moved into a more pop mainstream kind of sound yeah. Um, just for his own career development. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting to see that. So, but the remix is such a great flip. You're right. It keeps a lot of the, um, original kind of vibe, but then there's this new kind of flip to it, which yeah. is super cool. Yeah. yeah. And like some remixes nail it and there are a lot that just don't. Just don't. And this like, one, whoa. <laughs> yeah. And this one really did just nail it. Yeah. Like, and then there are some remixes that just end up sounding like a cover song. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's cool when you hear something like this, especially from kind of artists that you've never really listened to in the past. So yeah. it's really fascinating. Well, I'm glad that you got to, you know, experience that. I'm like, um, telling everybody about Rule at the moment. Like, you know, even if I'm working with different artists, I'm like, there's this kid. <laughs> I mean, not that he needs it. I think his first single has had close to 10 million streams already. That's nuts. Oh, it's like... <laughs> You're 15. I know, I know. So, <laughs> and, and, but the thing is, like, he's just handling it with such maturity and just yeah. like, yeah, I think this is what I'm doing now, you know? As soon as you sent it to me, I was like, I've heard of this guy before. Then I realized it was because of your Twitter. Oh, yeah. I'm just going, <laughs> listen to this kid. Yeah. He's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. Um, well, now you get a chance to listen to this kid. Um, we're going to play a little bit of Golden Years by Rule, but the M, fa- fa- M Phases remix. back i've had a drink of water so hopefully my voice lasts a little bit longer this time um i've chosen uh vancouver sleep clinics through the night as my first song for today um a couple of episodes ago um with 
Danielle Smorelli, I spoke about their song Closure, which was kind of their f- his first song back from um, a little bit of time off, I think, or a okay. little bit of time touring. Um, and then this one is the first song in the EP that's just been released. Um, I've been listening to EP nonstop <laughs> since it came out, honestly. I even, like, maybe definitely tweeted from the work Twitter account being like, we're listening to Vancouver Sleep Clinic all day. <laughs> um, and that went down well. But um, How did you originally get onto them? Or he, is it him? Is he a I think he's, I thought it was three of them, but it right. seems like it's just one of them now. Okay. Um, they kind of were in that group with Mountains, who were one of my favorite bands. Okay. And they're both bands that kind of do stuff and then go away go for away, a while yeah, and then yeah. do stuff again. And they, they do fit genre wise. And I think Tom from mountains actually plays in the band when oh, they tour. Okay. Yeah, cool. Um, I may be wrong about that, but I'm fairly sure. Um, so yeah. So as soon as I saw that there was more stuff after the single closure came out, I was like listening, listening, <laughs> listening. And this song is just really beautiful yeah. and the way it moves through it. Yeah. And I think I said this last time, so sorry for repeating myself, but um, downtempo electro can be really boring really easily if you don't do it really, really well. Yeah. And I think this is an example of doing it really, really well. How amazing. Yeah. Well, I would love to listen to the whole EP, that's for sure. I checked out the song, but I have to listen to more. Yeah, it's like, stuff. I just couldn't, I wish it was a full album. Yeah. Like, for an EP, it's got quite a few songs, so that's nice, but, um, yeah, Mountains as well, like, release more music, please. It's really great for me, too, because, um... I think too because I've got a radio show and yeah. I'm like listening specifically in the hip hop genre because that's what my radio show is yeah. and I gravitate towards that. Um, a lot of the stuff I listen to is <laughs> just hip hop. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it feels like it's so work related and stuff. So it's great to get yeah stuff that just you just go oh cool like I you know I I love all music like it's very yeah. very rare that I don't like um, a particular genre or anything like that. It's like songs that really um, impact me that I'll just love. Yeah. So it's great to get new recommendations and stuff, especially yeah. Australian music as well. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I adore Vancouver Slip Clinic and, um, I harp on this a lot and everyone knows this, but artwork is super important to me. And, and imagine oh, as a photographer, awesome. yeah. the visuals are huge for you as well. Um, it's so important to me to, I mean, it's, I guess the most important thing about my job is to really connect with the artist and understand why they want like want a particular visual representation I guess you'll know um from the communication that we have like if I have concerns that I won't be able to meet something yeah I'll definitely raise that or think that okay cool we can have a crack at this and see how we go because for me this is I have to remove my ego out of this like it's not about me at all it's about delivering for the artist so if I don't think that I can personally deliver, then I would be saying, I think it's, you know, you need to go to someone else or whatever, or no, I think I can totally nail that. Let's do this because yeah, the visual representation is everything. It's like people are still gravitated towards, um, iconic photography, like whether it's in beat magazine or whether it's on Spotify, you know, it it goes back, I think because I'm, you know, as a kid from the nineties and would look through CD covers and even vinyl back then still, but, um, you always pick up stuff that's visually appealing. Yeah, like 100%. So it's, it is important to nail that for an artist. Yeah, even when you're like trawling through things like Triple J on Earth and whatever, what's going to make you click on a new artist that you've never, never heard, heard of? of. Yeah. It's yeah. usually going to be the image. If your image is poor, people will just scroll right through. You could have the best music in the world. Yeah, it's true. It's um, And I do like 
I definitely try to communicate that as much as possible, even though it sounds like it's self-serving to myself. Like, no, you it's need really great photos. Yeah, but, um, it is. Yeah, it is really. And I've heard that so many times from publicists and yep. you know people that are the, the first pe- people to listen to the music. So it is obviously very relevant. Yeah. Um, so that's something that I think Vancouver Sleep Clinic have done really well, not only in the past with their previous releases, but this um, EP and, and the single artwork, it's it's kind of branded and thematic through the singles, um, but obviously specific to each single. And then um, the EP artwork is quite interesting as well. So uh, that obviously helps. But yeah, the music is flipping awesome. Right. Um, <laughs> and I think we should just listen to a bit yes. of it now rather than listen to my croaky voice. <laughs> uh, this is a bit of Through the Night by Vancouver Sleep Clinic. I don't need the cry talk. I don't need the snow talk. All I hear is God and the ticking in the clock. I don't need the cry talk. I don't need the snow talk. All I hear is God and the ticking of the clock. I don't need the cry talk. I don't need the snow talk. If I make it through tonight. song michelle uh so the second song i chose was um the new single by camouflage rose yes um wildflower yes so um sosie and i played this on our radio show last week and uh i was really blown away um i was a big fan of the late night song that camouflage rose released it must have been would have been a while ago now i'm going to say it's definitely over six months and it Mm -hmm. probably could be um even towards, you know, eight or nine months. But um, it obviously did really, really well. Uh, it was played a lot on Triple J. Um, you just would hear it all the time. And But this one, I think, is resonating with me more. Yeah. Like, I, I really – there's something about it that I really dig. I think he's a really interesting artist. I know he's African-born um, – I can't remember exactly which part of Africa – um, but lives in Australia now, and I met him at the Sprung Festival, which I was okay. shooting um, a little while ago. Uh, he's just like just a ball of energy and big smiles and, you know, just has this really great stage presence, and it's really great to hear another single from him, and it's such a strong single from him as yeah. well. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited to see what he does in the future. Like, I think it's going to be, um, yeah, definitely an artist to watch for sure. Yeah, I am. Um... There, I found there were so many different parts of this song that kept it like really kept you on your toes while yeah. you're listening. Like you can't sit and just be like, okay, I I get this now, yeah. because then it changes. Yeah, totally. And sometimes that can be really unsettling, <laughs> but here it was just like just kept you engaged the yeah. whole time. And I find that really fascinating that an artist can be so confident in what they're doing that they can just keep moving it and yeah. not feel like they have to settle on something yeah. in the middle of a song. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the younger artists in in the kind of hip hop, um, even though this is not classical or traditional hip hop, it's definitely in the genre though. Um, just being really experimental at, at this stage, like yeah. I'm seeing that from a lot of younger artists, they're just feeling really comfortable to really push boundaries and um, yeah, just to see where those sounds go. And yeah, I'm really, really, really digging this artist for sure. Yeah, and the production underneath it was was super cool as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's have a have a listen to Camouflage Rose Wildflowers. Let's go like wildflowers. Let's go, baby, let's go. Fire. Two illusions. 
Hey, I'm just going to interrupt just for a moment here to give a shout out to Australian Jam's new sponsor, Yamaha Audio Australia. Um, the team there has been wonderful and they've very kindly given me an AG06 audio interface to record with. Um, it's been incredible to record with and obviously editing and uh, sound quality is, is much easier and better uh, because of this little device that... Um, I am still learning to use, but it's amazing. Anyone knows me, that knows me knows that I am not particularly accomplished when it comes to technology and things like that, but um, this interface has actually been incredible to use, and I'm really excited to keep playing with it and learning. Um, yeah, so Yamaha Audio Australia and their team, thanks so much, and uh, they're really great at supporting local Australian artists, so um, shout out to them. My uh, second song for this episode is by East. Um, she's come off at quite a strange year, maybe, would be the word. She kind of disappeared for a while, then came out with Life Goes On, got it into the hottest 100, did... Such um, a jam, that song. Yeah. Beautiful song. Did um, the song with Alice Ivy. She's done a, a few things, but she kind of... Her prominence wasn't... Like it was before. I don't know how to explain it properly. Yeah, but she kind of just disappeared for a little yeah. while. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I guess from the, f- oh, yeah, you're right. Cause she was there, but then she kind of wasn't. It was definitely yeah. a weird, yeah, it was a good description. Yeah. And like, she's amazing and she's grown in what she's really good at from that first EP and, and things like that. So now she's released, um, this song Blowjob, which was obviously quite a vulnerable song and I think that's how she described it when she released it was that it was her kind of opening herself up completely and it's really nerve-wracking as a young woman to do that on such a big scale but it's such a good song (laughs) she's very very talented it's amazing like her voice is really interesting and then she's got that production vibe to it that is her brand and it doesn't make every song sound the same but you can tell it's her it's her yeah she is such an interesting artist. I first came across her, God, it must have been about maybe three years ago. Yeah. So Mole Rat was performing at Come Together and um, she got up and did they did a song together and she blew me away. Yeah. I was just like, who is this girl? Like, this, she's incredible. She just, I felt at that stage, stole the show. Like, yeah. she was really incredible. Um, and then I ended up working with her for her sound story a little while ago and, and yes. meeting her. And she's just such an awesome chick, like really great and down to earth and super cool. Um, but yeah. And, and the same as you was just like, I think wanting new music from her because I just loved everything that I heard. So yeah, yeah super excited that she's released this new song and it seems to be, um, everything that I've seen has been really positive, which is great. Yeah. And like, she's, I think, um, her songwriting has grown to a point where she can be a lot more confident at putting herself out there. Like, not that her first EP wasn't genuine, but this feels like it's coming from maybe a deeper place. This and life yeah. goes on. Um, I do th- a bit of maturity, I think too. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Like she's still so young. Yeah, like and I'm, she's, is, would she be twenty? Make twenty-one or something? Probably she's about very, that. Yeah, I mean, all those small rats are saying they're yeah. like really young. It's not young girls um but so talented i mean i don't want to sound um condescending when i say young at all because it's um it's so impressive with their maturity in in the stuff that they're doing yeah really cool and i think um don't quote me on this but i think she may have had some like issues with her team early last year as well so that would have thrown her for a bit of a loop and then um yeah, to come out and just bang, bang, two <laughs> incredible songs. Yeah. Massive tour with Alice Ivy yeah. as well. Like, yeah, she's she's such a legend and I just want to give her props, really. That's pretty much other well, than too, it being like, a great even, song. I mean, yeah. Even with Alice, like, when you name those girls, just there's such a good crop of young girls coming through at the moment and what I'm loving to see is how supportive they are of each other. Yes. Uh, I think that's definitely something that's that came through making the documentary and the difference between perhaps in the nineties or, you know, kind of earlier even was that, um, because there was such little space for women, it created a lot of competition. Yep. Um, and I feel like if anything has progressed, that's progressed. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely don't sense that with these girls now. It's like, there's a real camaraderie, um, just strength in numbers. They're all really good mates. Um, which is really, it's, just so awesome to see because I feel like that competition thing is actually bullshit like that that's created to even create more of a divide between us and it's like if you stick together it's it's strength in numbers thing man it's like so powerful a hundred percent because then you can throw people like Eilish Gilligan, Greta Ray, um, Woods, all those sort of artists in there who are just all trying to boost each other up at the same time. Bats, Angie McMahon, like they're all, all those girls are all like really great friends and, um, they're all ridiculously talented as well. Beck Sandridge, Alex Leahy, like you just can name so many incredible young artists. They're all similar ages and stuff. You're like, my God, (laughs) this is such a great time for, I guess that's why I get so frustrated too with the whole festival lineup. stuff. Like it actually infuriates me and I'm you know if anything ever happens you'll see my Twitter blog because I start <laughs> F words um, it just makes me really angry yeah um, there is that excuse that there's no female talent now it's like that is such bullshit it is it's like just such look outside your peripheral vision for once there is it is the most exciting time I think and those women just need to be given a chance because they are phenomenal performers so and they'll um, They'll get a lot of people Absolutely. buying they'll tickets just to see them. Exactly, and they'll win everybody over if they don't know who they are. Like yeah. as soon as they see them perform. So, yeah, man, I just. Well, I just to get a little bit off topic here for a moment, but <laughs> um, Michelle also comes from a football background, which is obviously something that I'm super yes. interested in, and that's been a big discussion about the AFLW of recent as well. So, yeah. feeling it on both fronts, just the frust- oh. pure frustration. It's irritating and. You try to 
fight it as much as you can while being rational and calm and logical and it just wears you down so oh, because hard. Because the arguments are so illogical. And yeah. It's like, you know, women are always told that we're the ones that are not rational and we can't have logical conversations and yet, and it's the same with the W, is it AFLW? AFLW, sorry? yeah. Um, I know I've said WAFL before and that's like not the Western Australian. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just like, we're not the ones having the discussion that's completely irrational. Like yeah. I see some of the comments that uh, to you or to people like Polly that I know you follow on Twitter as well. It's like, um, they're just, they're so ridiculous. Yep. And, and also it's like, it doesn't affect you. Like yeah. if you don't want to watch the women play, don't watch don't it. Have to watch it. I don't just, yeah. It just, it's so uh, bizarre. Like, I don't understand where the defense is like, is coming from. Why are you getting so defensive? Like it's fine. Yeah. The world is going to be okay. You don't have to watch women's, football you don't actually don't have to care about it at all no why are you getting up you know all up in your feelings about this yeah <laughs> and then and that goes back to you don't like women playing music don't fucking listen to it don't like listen to it yeah and if you think that like i mean i i i think one of the arguments with festivals is they don't feel like they're going to sell tickets and i think that's such a cop-out i know um when we did her sound her story at melbourne music week we had an all-female lineup that sold out in a week. It was yep. the only Melbourne Music Week um, uh, show that sold out that particular year, and it sold out in a week. Yeah. And I'm just like, where is this any basis? Because you haven't done it before, so where is your basis for saying that women don't sell tickets? Like, yeah. That's just such a cop out. It is. As you can see, I'm very passionate. No, hundred percent. Like so angry. We this is something that Michelle and I bond on so yes. hard. It's oh just... my god! It's like it's just bullshit it is bullshit if you're going to put up an argument at least make it a valid argument but the problem is there is no valid argument Mm -hmm. and i feel really sorry for like camp cope at the moment i feel like they've just so been thrown under the bus with this particular topic because they've been so outspoken about it but like their whole point was with falls festival was not about like half of the things that people were talking about they were like we could have been on the main stage quite easily there's no argument there. Yeah. How could you argue with them that they could have easily been on the main stage? They packed that tent out to the point where it was <laughs> overflowing, overfull, like so OHS like problems here. Yeah. You, th- you know, what, whatever the media spun that whole issue being about, they were saying they wanted a fair opportunity to be on the main stage. As women, they felt like that they weren't given that opportunity. Yeah. And it's just the irony of it after they just released the opener and for that to happen, it was just like, <laughs> well, do you so, not learn this lesson? Well, and the fact that Georgia changed the lyrics on like, yes. <laughs> to suit exactly that topic was so, uh, yeah, it was so incredible. I mean, like I heard the opener two weeks before her sound, her story previewed. Yeah. And I pulled over in the car, text Tomo. This is like the, literally the, day that it was debuted i text her and i said we need this song for the documentary what like what do we need to do because it just floored me because everything that they're talking about in that song is what the documentary is about so um yeah i was stoked that we got yeah so good i was like oh my god this song oh my god it needs to be in the documentary so yeah super cool heck yeah okay we got a little bit off topic but it was all relevant i think I managed to talk about football, so it's all good. So let's have a, a recap. East is great. The song great. is great. She's amazing. And we're going to have a listen to a little bit of it. This is Blowjob by East. Not too much. We don't talk. Because you just need a blowjob. 
Michelle's last song is by someone who I interviewed a few weeks ago, and I'm wearing the same socks. <laughs> Lucky socks. Lucky socks, because this artist took a photo of my socks to post on her social media. That's so cool. So what song are you talking about? So this song is Angie McMahon, Missing Me. Yes. Um, so I picked this song because, for a few reasons, um, I was seated next to Angie um, at the International Women's Day breakfast that I went to the other day and I hadn't met Angie before but I was aware of her because um, my really good friend Tanya Batts um, is her is good friends with her and her boyfriend plays plays drums for it yeah so there's obviously a very um, awesome connection there Um, and yeah when I heard this I had heard this song two days before meeting Angie and was just blown away I, I mean I think first of all I was very surprised like, this is going to sound really weird, but she doesn't look like she sounds. No, no, she doesn't. We talked about that, yeah. She's got this this belting, like, mature, like, voice, and then she's this tiny little girl who's just, like, so sweet and adorable and, like, so lovely and a bit shy and, um, yeah, I I was just like, whoa, like, I wasn't expecting that because I actually had no idea what she looked like. I hadn't looked up her social media or anything. So I think I had a, an image in my head, um, but she's so so sweet and so lovely, and we, yeah. Um, yeah, so we plan to do her sound her story shoot really soon, which is yes. really cool. So that's happening uh, in a couple of weeks, which is great. Um, she her manager is Charlotte, who I know really well, and yep. this is such a legend. Um, I think she's one of my favorite people in the whole industry. I love her so much, and she's great as manager as well. Um, so yeah, we're kind of sitting all together and it was really great to have a chat and to get to know Angie. But when I heard this song, I was just floored. I just can't believe that these first two songs of hers are just like, yeah, so strong. I think she's going to have a really, really incredible year. So for me, this is completely really out of the genres that I really generally listen to. And like I was saying, there's sometimes there's particular songs that just hit me. I think, um, another example is, Bats. When I first heard Bats, the for, for me, that song of hers just floored me. And again, she's always like, "You don't even like music like mine." And I'm like, "I know, I really don't like music like yours." But there's something about you and your voice. It's like quite incredible. And Angie is the same. It's um definitely not the type of music that I um listen to all the time. But you just you can't fault these songs. Like they're just incredible. Yeah, she's done this whole thing where she's being completely vulnerable but totally strong at the same time totally strong. in one song and it's just like yeah. dude how like str- just how like, and again like i don't I, I hate because i'm like i'm nearly 40 so i hate talking about young girls in this condescending way it comes across i don't mean it at all it's just the, because to me with someone that's 20 years younger than me is so <laughs> young but it's so inspiring like i'm so inspired by these girls they're just incredible yeah like, these are the people I want to be working with. It's just, it's so cool. So I hope it doesn't, when I say young or anything like that, it doesn't come across as patronizing or, you know, they haven't been around for very long or anything like that. Cause that's so the opposite of how I feel. Yeah. About them, so. Yeah. I think the cool thing about Angie as well is that there are people that you just kind of root for cause they're good people and you want yeah. them to do well. Yeah. And she's definitely one of those people. She totally. just, she does everything that she can right by everyone. Yeah. Um, is super talented and probably has an excuse to have an ego and she just doesn't yeah, like yeah, she's just agree. an absolute champ and um, 
If you've not listened, I'd recommend going back and listening to the interview that I did with Angie a few weeks ago. I'll put the link in the show notes, or you can just go back on the on, on the subscription wherever you're listening. Um, she's a super interesting person to listen to, and for someone who is, I think, 21 or something... Um, I think she might even be younger. Potentially, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I'm she's, not sure, but... Um, we should ask maybe her. Maybe it's because she looks so young, yeah. too. <laughs> she's just... Um, she's like a, got an old head on her. Yeah, yeah. And like the way, an old soul. Yeah. Really. Especially it comes out in her writing for sure. Yeah, and the way she speaks, um, she's really eloquent in the way she speaks most of the time as well, and that's obviously reflected in her songwriting. So I can't say a bad word about Angie. She's the best, and she likes my socks. So, so I mean, we all win, win here. Win, win. <laughs> Just so everyone knows, they're socks with pugs in hot dogs. <laughs> and I have pugs, so that, I mean, I've got one pug and the other one looks like a pug, but... Yeah. Just don't put them in hot dogs, though. <laughs> they look pretty cute in hot dogs, though. Little buns. Actually, Jetta, who's not a pug but looks like a tiny little pug, would look so cute in a hot dog bun. <laughs> That's Michelle's next project. Pugs <laughs> in hot dogs. My... Look out for my book. No. <laughs> okay, I think that's the perfect intro to uh, Angie's song. Uh, let's have a quick little listen to Missing Me by Angie Wiman. You better be missing me. You better be missing me. Loving you is for me. You have been my. Last song already. Can't believe it. Say no, it every time. It's gone so quick. I've become a broken record, haven't I? <laughs> um, this is another one by an artist that <clears throat> I've spoken about previously on the on the podcast quite a while ago as well. And, and this was a song that maybe I didn't have total praise for, the whole thing. I thought there were little things that could have improved, but it was just something about it that was in my head and I couldn't not talk about it. Um so it's really cool that this artist has taken the next step with the next single and this single is just like incredible <laughs> and those little things that could have changed now I don't have yeah, anything yeah. negative at all to say about this song. That's so really cool. um, this is Magnetized by Essie Holt. Um, it's just a big song and she's got a really great structure in it and I think, yeah, the things that were lacking in the previous song um, like – the intro was a little bit too long and things like that. There's nothing about that here. This song is just a really great pop song. Great. And I flip and love listening to it. I was really um, grateful. Jess, who's Essie Holt, actually sent me a demo version of this song quite a little while before it was released, asking for my um, oh, so opinion cool. because she heard what I said about the previous one. And um, I wasn't trying to um, be degrading or anything to her with the way we spoke about the first one. Yeah. Um, but she took it as constructive criticism. That's so, I mean, that shows such a sign of maturity. That's yeah. That's so cool. And I was so grateful that she didn't have any ill feeling yeah, toward yeah. me or, or anything. Um, so, yeah, so I got to listen to the song through its phases yeah. and I just adore what she's done. Oh, and that's so cool. It's just such a great song to listen to. And yeah. you'd think that this is an artist that has been – this is similar to Angie in the yeah. respect that – it's a second single, but it could be the 50th single. Yeah, like yeah. they've just kind of, they get it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I'm really excited to be talking about it. 
Um, did you have a listen? Yeah, yeah, I did. And like Essie, um, okay, it's someone that I'm definitely aware of because I think we actually follow each other on Instagram. So I'm probably more aware of her visually than I have even been um, her music. So um, it was interesting to listen to the new single and yeah. I completely agree with you. It's, it's um, But I don't think I knew the previous one, so I'm not sure, um, I guess, how much it's improved since then. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you, I can't really fault it. It's yeah, such a great track. Yeah, she's um, she's got a great look too. So um, I've seen a lot of work that uh, um, Michelle, another photographer, a different Michelle, has done with her, which is super cool. Yeah, um, as who well. also then they were quite similar those photos to the Eve's Caritas songs that Michelle also yep. uh, photos. Photos. Not songs. <laughs> um, and Michelle also talks. So yeah, they've always got like Michelle's stuff's got a lot of. Um, a very fashion kind of edge to it. So, yeah. Um, they suit particular artists in particular ways. So definitely suits Essie for sure. Yeah. Um, cool. So let's, yeah, listen to this really big pop song by Essie Holt because I love it. Um, this one's called Magnetize. We were, and so it hurts, and so it hurts. No, it doesn't feel right when I'm magnetized. We're a little bit sad to be wrapping up so quick, but my voice probably isn't as sad as my brain <laughs> is. Um, let's have a chat. What have you got coming up? Yeah, so I guess the biggest thing for this year is the rollout of her sound, her story yes. nationally, which is really great. So um, I think we can announce uh, that. <laughs> I'm going to announce it anyway. Hopefully. Um, I think it's announced. Yeah, anyway, I'll just announce it. We're doing the premiere at the Human Rights Film Festival. Which oh, is wow. really cool. Um, I think it's May the twelfth from memory. It's definitely in May. Um, which is great. So that'll be in Melbourne and then I think there's a Canberra one as well. Um and then we're we'll do a rollout kind of nationally after that. So I think um looks likely we'll be in Sydney in July. Um and then we're just kind of lining up a few possibilities for the end of the year, but we yeah. we'll definitely be hopefully going to every state and um, there's a lot of, uh, other stuff that we're doing kind of around it. There's a, a mentoring program that we're doing, um, for young women, uh, photographers and filmmakers, Amazing. um, that we're really kind of passionate about getting young girls involved in, um, the industry. Cause it's very similar to music as a, a real gender disparity in, um, both photography and filmmaking as well. Um, so yeah, that's, it's, yeah, I think like the years kind of, I feel like it's, already booked up like <laughs> we're talking about stuff you know right through the year so i'm really excited for everybody to see it it's um yeah claudia's done such a beautiful job in piecing together the story of um over 50 women that we spoke to yeah so it's yeah and it's really it's really a celebration like i mean it's it's women speaking their truth but in an often very funny way yeah. um the people that saw it at Face the Music, the feedback was just overwhelmingly positive, and that was both from men and women that saw it as well. Um, yeah, I can't wait for everyone to see it, especially with these conversations that are happening around festivals and stuff like that. We kind of address all of that yep. um, in quite a humorous way as well. So, yeah, I just want everyone to see it now. <laughs> I'm so excited to see it, honestly. Yeah. I was meant to go to the Face the Music screening and then 
things happened well, with my leg. Yeah. But you know how that's it well, it's, it's hard sometimes with those um, conferences and stuff as well. It's like you got a million things as well. But yeah, yeah. Sick. You'll get to see it soon, which is great. Well, um, when when there's any news on that, we'll share that across our socials as well. Um, we've been keeping everyone up to date with it. Yeah, we can stuff. just go to hersoundhistory.com um, and you can actually sign up for a newsletter that basically as soon as it's all in, we just do a big blast to say this is what we've locked in. So everyone that's the other do option. that. Yeah. Please. Cool. Um, I just wanted to kind of end with a shout out to um, Rat Hammock. Um, we've spoken about them a few times, but they're such a good band. And I went, that's why my voice is how it is. I went, um, I did merch for them last night at their Melbourne, um, Melbourne show. They've been touring with tiny little houses and, um, doing a whole bunch of cool stuff. They've got a new manager on board. Who's incredible. Um, so I just wanted to give them a shout out for just being excellent. Um, everyone go and listen to them because, yeah, they're going to really go places this year based on the people that I saw at the show last <laughs> night as well. Um, and yeah, so I wanted to thank Michelle for coming along Thanks on Good Friday, a yeah, public no holiday, um, and drinking out of a swan's mug because yes. uh, she has no choice. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't have really any um, allegiances to football anymore because I feel like because I worked in AFL for four years, I got footballed out <laughs> and now I just completely really detached from it. So <laughs> Swans are cool for me. It's totally fine. I'm just like, whatever. Um, if anyone does care about what I think about football, um, I do have a football podcast that I do with my brother that can be quite humorous at times. Uh, cause Alexander's funny, not cause I'm funny. Um, so that's called play on an AFL podcast. So have a listen to that if you're interested. Um, also the spiel, um, follow us, all that jazz, Twitter, Facebook, um, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, you know, the deal. Um, and thanks to Yamaha again for their sponsorship. Legends. Legends. So cool. Yes. Yay, Yamaha. <laughs> I used to have a Yamaha Electone back in the day. That was my instrument of choice. Um, most people won't know what that is. <laughs> you should Google it because it's hilarious. And I studied that instrument for like 10 years. It's pretty good at it too back in the day. Might use that as a little sponsorship <laughs> ad in between next episodes now. My God, if you actually can see what a Yamaha Electron, you will laugh so hard. But anyway, I was a big nerd. I'm going to share pictures of it on the Twitter. Yes, definitely. I'll even share, I have to share a video of someone playing it because it's actually an incredible instrument, but someone really good playing it would be hilarious. I'm going to do that. YouTube clip on Twitter. Amazing. So we'll wrap it up here. Um, Our outro music is um, Coffee by Arcadia. A link to that is also in the bio, uh, in the show notes. Words. Hopefully my voice is back for the next episode. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.